0: Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Voice of Grace, the City of Transformation, a place where we're helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. It's a blessing this morning to be alive. It's a blessing this morning to be counted among the living It is a blessing this morning that my mouth can move this morning. My hands can move this morning. My feet can move this morning. I can hear the birds this morning singing praises to God. I can look this morning and see the trees waving their branches. I bless the Lord this morning for his faithfulness to me to my family to you and to your family as well we bless the lord this morning we give him the praise this morning we exalt his name this morning before we begin our devotion this morning i just want to encourage you this morning i just want to let you know this morning God has not forgotten you no matter what you're faced with, no matter what you're going through, no matter how tough the storms may be, no matter how difficult things are, I want you to know that God has not forgotten you. He knows your trouble, He knows your pain, He knows your circumstances, a matter of fact, he's right there with you. For the Bible says, it says the Bible says to us, fear not, for God is with us. They said, Do not be dismayed, for he will come to help you. He will come to help you. I want to encourage you this morning to just turn to him and say, Lord, help me. Help my unbelief. Lord, help me this morning to be strong. Help me this morning to hold on. Help me this morning to trust you. Help me to believe more in you. Help me to rely upon you. Help me to depend upon you because you are that dependable God. This morning, you can begin to pray those prayers. As we look at our devotion this morning, And our devotion this morning continues from the book of Mark. And we are now in Mark chapter 11. And in chapter 11, we are going to be reading this morning, verses 15 to 19. The book of Mark, the 11th chapter verses 15 to 19. And I'm reading this morning from the New King James Version this morning. So mine may be different from yours. But it reads, So they came to Jerusalem. Then Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who brought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves and he threw and he would not allow anyone to carry words through the temple then he taught saying to them Is it not written? My house should be called a house of prayer for all nations. But you have made it a den of teeth. And the scribes and the chief priests heard it and sought how they might destroy him. For they feared him because all the people were astonished at his teaching when evening had come he went out of the city this morning allow me to take you back to what we experienced yesterday in the same chapter chapter 11 verses 12 to 14, we know that that Tuesday morning, I mean that Monday morning or Monday, Jesus had left from Bethany and he was heading back to Jerusalem and he was hungry and he saw the thick tree with beautiful leaves and he went out to see if he could find Food on it to eat, and he found nothing. He found nothing. He found nothing but just leaves. In response, Jesus said to the tree, Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. The disciples heard it, and now he continues with him being hungry. He continues to Jerusalem. So they come to Jerusalem. I want you to picture this for yourself this morning. That Jesus has looked at you and all he sees is trees. He sees trees, but no fruit. Then he comes to Jerusalem and he goes to the temple goes to the temple just only to find in the temple people making businesses you see Jesus has he sees the condition of the church spiritually and he is concerned he is concerned about the church spiritual condition he is concerned about the spiritual condition of the church. And I believe he has been wrestling with this in his mind because the condition of the church spiritually is completely deplorable. i wondering right now where you are How's your condition? Spiritually, how's your condition? Remember, the first thing is, the thick tree has leaves, but no fruit. Christians, we have life. We have the worship. We have the praise. We have all the technology. But where is the fruit? We have all these knowledge of who God is. We can articulate. We can uh, exegete the word of God. We can explain the word of God. But where is the fruit? Now he comes to the church in Jerusalem. And the spiritual condition of the church is deplorable. The Bible tells us we are the church. The church is not the building. So I want to ask you this morning, this morning, how's your spiritual condition? This is on the mind of Christ Jesus. I don't know if it is on your mind. So he comes to your temple. He comes to your heart. He comes to your sphere. He comes to your mind. How is your spiritual condition? How is it? How is your spiritual condition this morning? Jesus saying the condition the church was in. Now mind you, the church have turned into a place of selling, a media of exchange, and in Jerusalem at this time, people are coming from all over the world. And as they come, they're coming with their sacrifices to offer. So some who comes from other countries may not have the animals, the sheep to offer as sacrifice. And so these people were selling these animals to them so that they would make their sacrifices unto God. And some of them were raising up the prices. Because they found that this is a place to make money Well some who walk Days, weeks to come They came with their animals And they had people in the church to inspect their animals And they would tell the people that Their animals is not the actual one It's not the correct one and those people could not just walk days and weeks back to go find another one. So then in return, they would say, well, here is a good one. Here is the one that is acceptable. Here is the one that is being been approved, but it will cost you this amount of money. And so they'll begin to make money. Instead of serving God, it became a means of making money the money they could make. And so all of this was going on. Now they have set up tables for the exchange of money, the animals, the dogs, and so on and so forth to be sold. So you can see how they were manipulating the people. They were stealing from the people. They were trying to gain. And the Bible says that Jesus saying the conditions of the church spiritually, he began to cleanse the church he began to sanctify the church because he was angry, and in his anger he did not sin they have taken the house to be a place, a a, a marketplace, a place where they begin to rob people, a place where they begin to have their own and they begin to profit from the people, exploiting the people, stealing from the people and of God. I want to ask this question today again. How is your spiritual condition? Because you're the church. It's not just the building. You're the church. How's your spiritual condition? You see, the spiritual condition of man is so deplorable, so mad, so, I mean, so worse, It's so bad that Jesus came and began to Overturn the tables, begin to sanctify, begin to cleanse the church. And I wish God would cleanse us this moment. If you were to sit back and really look at yourself and do a spiritual examination of yourself this morning, do you think your spiritual condition is, is better? Do you think it's better? If you want to do a spiritual examination, because sometimes we fail to look in the mirrors to see our spiritual condition. Sometimes we fail to look in the Bible to see our spiritual condition. And sometimes we're in denial. Sometimes we just refuse to look in and to really see. We will articulate, we were uh, we will preach the word of God but we don't take the time to, to really look at our condition and the Bible said, Jesus then drove those things out and he would not allow anyone to carry anything else and the temple and they begin to teach. Now mind you that people from all over the world that have gathered, he has the crowd, he has the group, and then they begin to teach and they say, I'm going to point you back to where your attention needs to be. By saying to them, say, it is not, is it not raining? That my house should be called a house of prayer for all nations. He is literally quoting again Isaiah chapter 65 verse 7 Jeremiah 7 verse 11 He he took their attention and placed it back to the original place. He took their attention and placed it back on the original place which is God and His word. You see we have we, we Our hearts are out of order, out of place, out of joint. This is one of the reasons why last month I said God is resetting us. Our focus is is on the money, the materials, the things of this world, how to get rich, how to have money, how to have the best Credit in the world we don't even have a good credit with God. Our focus is it is completely out of joint, out of place. Our hearts are out of place. No wonder why we just have so much hatred for each other. No matter why, we just want to destroy each other. This morning, it is my prayer for you and I that we will ask God to place our hearts back to the original place, the place where we can reverend God, a place where we can worship God, a place where we can Meditate on God, a place where we can begin to think about God's Word, a place where we can pluck in, a place where we can begin to reconnect with God, a place where we can begin to surrender to Him, a place where we can go back to begin to pray. Jesus said, my house should be the house of prayer and not a place of a, a robbery. Should not be a place where you turn it into a den of thieves, where you're just robbing people. Let it be a place where you pray, you meditate on His Word, you seek his face you not just seek his hand but seek him and there's so many of us who just want to seek his His hands we want the blessings of the Lord but we don't want himself he, he redirects our focus, he redirects our mind, he redirects our thoughts he redirects us to look it's in my house Should be the house of prayer. You are that temple of God. So, so this temple or that temple should be the house of prayer, not a place of grudges, not a place of stealing, not a place of manipulation. Not a place of robbing people, not a place of killing people, not a place of destroying people's lives when When I look around today, I see many Christians who are just powerless. They don't pray. The house is out of order. They don't pray, they don't read his word, they don't meditate on his word, but they meditate on the things of this world. Jesus says his house should be the house of prayer for all nations, not just some nation, but all nations. All nations. And so my condition my question to you this morning is how is your spiritual condition? Let me close with these things quickly. His house should be a place of holiness, a place of prayer. That's what it should be. And when Jesus said this to them, the Pharisees, the chief priests, and the scribes, they sought to kill him. They sought way to not just only kill him, but to shut him down, to shut down his story, to destroy him, to destroy his influences, to destroy everything. But the Bible says, the fear Him because all the people were astonished at his teaching. See, Jesus used his power to to confront, to tell, to expose the condition of man's heart. You see, and Jesus left the city. It makes me wonder because in Bible it looks like the only time that Jesus spent in Jerusalem was when he was arrested and was on trial all night. But all the time that he was there he would leave Jerusalem. He wouldn't spend a night in Jerusalem because of the condition the spiritual condition of Jerusalem at the time the spiritual condition how is your spiritual condition God bless you